Hello and welcome back to Raise a Glass. This is part two of our episode about Lincoln Park and Need to Breathe. Um, I'm Hunter Danson and there's a cat on my lap. Hi Fiona. <laughs> and I am Eric Linsula and there's not a cat in my lap, sadly. Um, my the door is closed, so our cat can't get in. So, what what is in your glass now, Eric? Yeah, I'm uh proudly drinking a, a Rochester local beer. It's uh an Oktoberfest from Genesee Brewery, um, which All is right. kind of the the big brewery in our area. Um, definitely worth it i know you've been there before uh yeah yeah i had some i actually don't remember what i had um yep pub food and beer yep their pretzels are so good yes uh, that's right we did have a pretzel not my favorite beer in rochester but it definitely kind of the most well-known how about you anything in your glass oh uh, yeah I, I still got some of the old forester pretty good it's nice. it's quite good with honey I, I do have to say i'm smelling my microphone right now trying to see if i can get a whiff of it from uh, uh however many hundreds of miles we are apart <laughs> i can't but i'm sure it's warming you up well hunter yeah. um we ended last episode and i said i was gonna ask you what you thought of hands held high um, when you got a chance to listen to it, we have now listened to it together. And so mm-hmm. I can ask your hot take um, in less than a minute. Um, <laughs> maybe you'll have less to say than that. Uh, what is your response? I just talked about it for like 20 minutes and you have now listened to the song. Is what I say make sense? Did I overshoot it? Is it not a good song? Like, what are your thoughts? No, it's... Uh... To to everything you said, amen. <laughs> it is it is it is worth. I had I had for, forgotten just how beautiful the intro to it is. It's 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 a yeah. You just feel like you've got a chorus there the whole time with you. Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, it's good. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for taking the time to listen to that. I appreciate it. You welcome. Thank you for sharing it. Yes, I uh, I'm excited to talk about about uh, need to breathe. Before we do, I'm gonna say that I am pouring one out right now for stubbed toes and doorways that uh, have a door that are just too high off the ground. Uh, before our, our uh, conversation, I. <laughs> Got my toe stuck underneath the doorway on the way into this room. And I, Ouch. like, to the extent that I think I might lose a toenail. Like, it is, like, oh, already no. bruised. It still hurts over an hour and a half later. <laughs> um, I am not a fan. Oof. I've come to think of this uh, raise a glass or pouring out for something as our, our, uh, our product review part of our show. Um, where we review oh, okay. products and or services that <laughs> 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 you 
Right. Dishwashers. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to raise a glass to or pour one out for? Um, I'm I'm pouring one out for. It's kind of scraping the bottom of the glass, but. Uh. GPS watch reviews mm-hmm. because I my Garmin watch died, which is what I use to track all of my runs and bike rides and skiing and stuff. So I've been looking for a new one, and I've been looking on eBay to get a get a deal because Garmin watches are incredibly overpriced. Um, okay, hope they don't come after me saying that but yeah uh, 20 viewers, listen, 20 re- but, viewers are gonna are really gonna go on strike and prevent yeah, garmin we, from selling it. we have we crossed a hundred plays total really uh, across all the episodes yeah oh that's awesome i was pleasantly surprised um surprised is not the right word, but I'm shocked um <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's really difficult to determine exactly what features you're going to get in a watch because the reviews are all not organized very well. And Mm. even the ones that are, they'll tell you like the sticker price. But the the used market is so weird with the prices that Mm -hmm. fluctuate, like Garmin Phoenixes, which are like their top of the line, like multi-sport watch, tend to hold their value a lot more. Even like like seven-year-old watches can cost more on eBay than like like two-year-old watches. Um, And like, they will tell you, the battery life is hard to estimate. Their battery life estimates mm-hmm. are not always correct, and so, so, and I am I tend to do a lot more research than I need to uh, into these things. So uh, that's why I bought yeah, my I'm most just, recent watch from you. For like, I I actually have a watch, a Garmin watch. If you want to buy it back, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I like it a lot. No, I love it. I, I'm really oh, enjoying That's... it. So, I also don't go on six-hour runs or bike rides. So, I'm not worried about the battery right, life. Yeah, I that... I didn't use without using the the tracking feature of this thing. I went for four days and it was without charging it, and it was still at forty-two percent. So, not really worried about that. Nice. That's yeah. That's a lot better than an Apple Watch. Oh, and yeah, and I can like play and stop my music. I can do all sorts of things in this. Oh yeah. Yeah, Garmin's are they're pretty nice. Um but I got kind of sucked into this whole like YouTube marketing thing and I like start thinking I wanted a much nicer watch than I actually needed. Cuz you know, YouTubers they they get all the watches new. So they get everything top of the line brand new. So they have a very uh different perspective on you know products than uh we do and it's it's an even more insidious form of marketing than 
normal marketing. So what I'm hearing right. from you so I'm, is, I'm is uh, Garmin, if you happen to hear this and want to get our thoughts <laughs> on the Garmin Phoenix, we will not only uh, gladly talk about it on our show, but we will do an entire episode where our story that we focus on is the story of a phoenix um, and the ways phoenixes yes, have been incorporated into different literature. A uh, 7S Pro Solar. Yeah. Solar, yes. Um, that doesn't work as well into the mythology, but um, we can talk about. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Who is it that flew too close to the sun? Um, Icarus. Icarus. I kept wanting to say Oedipus. I was like, that's not right. Um, <laughs> no, he. Anyways, that's, that's not that. Arguably a worse fate for Oedipus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to kill your dad and marry your mom. Yeah, gouge right. your own eyes out. That's Oedipus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's definitely... Yeah, that's a hunter story for you, right? <laughs> we learned that last week. Full of tragedy. Yeah, no, I I do really like Oedipus Rex. Parts. It's a good... Yeah. It's a good read. Yeah. I've read it a few times. So I to, uh, to need Never to read. for my own enjoyment, only for courses, but... <laughs> on to need to breathe uh i it's it, need to breathe is a band that as you're saying their their name you realize that you need to breathe because there's no space in any of the letters and i have always spelled it wrong because i always give spaces but it's like written like ancient greek like there's no space you just need to breathe as you're saying it no breaths allowed yeah Need to breathe. Thought that was a yawn, but now I realize it was just a, a well placed breath. Yeah. So, ha- have had you listened to "Need to Breathe" uh, before this week? Before this Aside week, or before their, I knew like, you? Popular songs. I have listened to lots of "Need to Breathe." "Need to Breathe" is one of your favorite artists, Hunter. Just like. You will read or watch or listen to things that I recommend. I will do the same. I might do it a little bit more slowly. Um, I have had need to breathe playlists as kind of background playlists when friends and family come over the last, I don't know, at least two, two or three years. Um, I want to go see them in concert with you. I would love to do that. Yeah, they're, Um, they're good in concert. I really enjoy Need to Breathe. Um, I hadn't hit the point yet or before this past week where I was like really diving into all of the words. Um, mm. But as far as feeling like Need to Breathe is much more in line with what I would normally like lean towards when it comes to music. Um, just mm. music that kind of gets you moving, makes you feel good, has a double bass. Um, or electric, but can definitely <laughs> always ha- handle a double bass. Um, mm. Something that it doesn't have a twang, but it like makes you feel like it might. That type of music. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, they're from uh, they're a rock and roll band from South Carolina called Need to Breathe. And they kind of, I don't know, the, the first time I heard them, I thought they were kind of a cross between like the Black Crows and 
black keys um where they sort of have a a southern rock feel but they're also bluesy um yeah uh, and and they bring something unique to the table which we'll talk about with the heat um i like it uh, to their to their they have a unique sound uh i think especially with the heat but i'm curious to hear your thoughts did you listen to the album the heat i listened to them both um and i was surprised that you chose the heat instead of um rivers in the wasteland as your primary one to talk about because i felt like rivers in the wasteland is more well known or at least i know it better i don't know if it actually is more well known um but yeah i mean i re-listened to the to the album a few times i believe that that's my cat i believe that rivers in the wasteland they gained more popularity with rivers in the wasteland than the heat so in that way rivers in the wasteland is is okay. i guess a more popular album mm. um i don't know for certain i was also surprised that i chose the heat but i thought it would be okay. a more interesting one to talk about because the heat is an album that i listen to over and over and over and I, I, I keep coming back to it. Mm. And, I, and I couldn't exactly tell you why. Because Rivers in the Wasteland is another album. And, and I mentioned that one because it has a lot of songs that I think is some of Need to Breathe's best songwriting. And I found Rivers, I listened to Rivers in the Wasteland at a particular point mm-hmm. in my life when I was in China studying abroad and I didn't have as much of a support system and uh it was a very hard program mm-hmm. uh it's been described as like learning chinese from a fire hose um and it's it's Makes a lot sense. of work that sounds, uh, it sounds accurate yeah but you know so it was it was tough i mean i'm i'm really glad i did it and it was really worthwhile but it was hard and I listen to Rivers in the Wasteland a lot because in particular the song Wasteland where he says in this wasteland where I'm living there's a crack in the door filled with light and it's all that I need to survive. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, and it's a beautiful song. Um, and it has Multiplied as well and uh, Rise Again and just really good songs on it but the heat also has good songs but as i was listening to it this week i i think well first i want to hear your reaction to the heat um before i taint it okay I got the chance to listen to this album a few times this week and a couple, at least two or three, two times today, I think two times today. Um, 
and I was listening to it in a different way than I have before. Right. Instead of just listening to it, enjoy it. I was trying to like, man, like which song do I like the best? How do, how do I connect with these songs? Or like, which one is like sticks out to me? And mm. this is just a gold mine. Like both these albums, albums are gold mines. <laughs> I, I was like thinking more of like, I was like, okay, maybe I should be thinking about which one I don't like. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's just, it's so rich. Uh, and and I paid attention to songs like Signature of Divine, like in a way mm-hmm. that I hadn't before, uh, and and right. the song that connected with me the most uh, this time, which which might be different if you, you know, after I listen to it another twenty times, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just you know this uh, this album again, also two thousand seven, same year as Minutes to Midnight, um, Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. the most calm Lincoln Park. And the most intense need to breathe almost match up, <laughs> but Lincoln Park is still more intense, and, which is just hilarious. Does that seem accurate? Is that more, more or less okay, volume yeah. wise? Yeah. The, the so the song that stuck out to me on this listen through was "Streets of Gold." Mm. I. I think some of it was the the way the song intros is it almost it, I don't even know what the the name of that type of singing that happens like it's almost like you're mm. listening to it through like a recording you listen to a recording right, of yeah. like a recording in the very beginning and that just took me in a little bit more yeah um but then like the, the primary, the chorus, right? I want you to know I'm leaving to let you go and someday we'll walk upon the streets of gold. Yeah. Man. And, and I know, I mean, I'm assuming Need to Breathe is a Christian band given the uh, the music they have. Uh, it, they're not like a Christian band like that does like Christian music, but they're like a band that is also Christian, I feel like. Um, and I, yeah, I, I have is that a... true? Yeah, well, I have a long-running pet peeve when people called Need to Breathe a Christian band because the band members are Christian, but they are not a worship music band. And Yes, just like you too. It's confusing. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say Need to Breathe is more, in their lyrics at least, they're more directly Christian, like, Mm-hmm. Like a song like Signature of Divine is is a is a more direct one, but all their yeah. songs aren't like that one. And but when they do those songs, they get a lot of airplay on like K pop, uh or or no, K Love. <laughs> Not K pop. I'm just envisioning a, a Korean pop version of some of these songs. I can't. I can't. But that would be amazing. I would love to hear that. Yeah, that would be yeah. <laughs> But they get a lot of airtime on on Christian radio stations. Uh, but I don't consider them to be a a, a quote unquote like Christian genre music totally. band because they have they have breakup songs, they have love songs, they have. Not every time there they talk about the other is the other God. You know, sometimes it could be <laughs> right. about a truck. Um, I mean, it's not in their case, but. Or a tractor. Yeah, uh, this this song though, this city uh, streets of gold, 
I just, it's, it is a, a song of hope. It kind of feels to me like right, the, yeah. the, in, as time slipping away, um, as, as, you know, maybe somebody you love is slipping away, um, you're not gonna, it won't be the last time. And the last three three lines are the, the trouble with love is that it comes to an end. I've got a feeling I'm gonna find you again, just in a place where love can't die. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, it almost to me connects with with what I was saying about Lincoln Park is Lincoln Park diagnoses the problem hmm. and doesn't have Jesus. And here a song like this is saying and this is the answer to that. This is the yeah. hope that exists in the midst of your pain. And your pain is so real. And mm-hmm. how can we respond to that? Like, this is, this is not the end. Because um, if it is the end, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, nothing matters if this is the end. Um, if this is not the end, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, so many things have greater meaning and greater life and greater love. Yeah, I tend to interpret that song in the light of, in the context of Jesus being taken up into heaven and a sort of a song to the disciples of, you know, mm. you know, I'm leaving to let you go. And, you know, Jesus says, I will leave you another Mm. helper um, who is in some ways better for you uh, even than, than just me being here in the flesh, Mm. Um, which is the the Holy spirit being in us. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and I think, but it is also a love song, which is what I, I kind of like about need to breathe in that you can you can see their worldview in the lyrics kind of in the way that you can see Tolkien's worldview in his stories but when i think about this album in particular i i don't i don't i think of it as a whole um there are standout songs like Streets of Gold and I think Washed by the Water for me is probably the oh. the standout song um, in terms of the songwriting. But I think the reason that I come back to this album as a whole, I, I never, I never just pick and choose a song to listen to. I start from the beginning and I listen to the whole thing. Ooh, I and like that. It, it is the sound. It is the mixing and the production of the album. And I was listening to it on headphones, um, which these days I don't get a lot of chances to do that. Um, mostly I listen to music in the car. But listening on the headphones there's just a lot of subtle things that they do with the sound and 
One I thing I love, Hunter, is that you point out parts of music that, although I understand they exist, I don't even think of. Right? I've played the bass for a long time. I've played a lot of music. And I have never touched that side of it. And I also agree with everything you said because this whole album just flows and it just feels, it feels like, it feels like cool water rushing over you when you're hot. Like, does it make sense? Yeah. I, I was, I was talking about, but I was talking about, uh, what we what we were going to talk about with my wife um and i asked her you know like what album would she talk about or and and she mentioned um how when she wants to relax or decompress she listens to bonnie vare and for for me i'd come back to this album because it has a nice little guitar, a nice little intro. Um, it's it's kind of quiet and serves as kind of an introduction to the band and to the album as a whole. Uh, would you like to come out and see us? Uh, would you like to answer the questions of what went wrong with women and men? Uh, would you like to come out and see us? But could you even spare the time? And this album i i will spare the time for this album because there's just so many little things the little vocal uh harmonies that they add onto certain lines in songs and i think a great example of the mixing and the production of how how the mixing and the production adds to the album is the song moving on which does not have remarkable lyrics. If you just go and look up the lyrics, it's not, I mean, they're good, but they're not like, they're not going to blow your mind. But the way that the song is mixed and recorded and the way that it crescendos is just, it's, you know, it's a song, it's a breakup song. So it's a song about getting over a love, uh, you know, and moving on with your life. and it starts out with very minimal elements, just like the vocals. And um, I think a little bit of guitar maybe. Uh, and then the, the bass comes in and you can hear el every element coming in and it keeps crescendos. It keeps crescendoing and crescendoing uh, until it gets to this chorus and that has these overlapping um refrains going through it and it adds in horns too um to such a great mm. effect and it's just it's it's one of my favorite songs in the album not necessarily for the writing but just for the the mixing and the feel of it is just like if if you're going through something that you need to get over this is the song uh <laughs> for me um moving on and uh also i think uh like um just 
we could run away. I love, I love that song. <sighs> we can run away. That's a good song. That's uh, that's a that's some there's a very different approach to this this album, and and yeah, it makes so much sense. I I feel like so rarely now in my life do I listen to an album from the start to the finish without putting it on scramble. And I think mm. this past week has, has pushed me and encouraged me to know things are written in a specific order for a specific reason. Like let okay. the storyteller tell you the story in the order they want to tell it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my preferred way of listening to music is, uh, albums. And probably because of Pink Floyd. And just, you know, just listening to my dad's CD collection. Um, like, yeah. if you listen to Pink Floyd, you're really doing yourself a disservice if you just listen to some songs and and then shuffle it. Because Pink Floyd really, you know, they have the, the concept album. They invented the concept album. I don't know if they invented it, but they definitely perfected it um <laughs> it's meant to be listened to in succession and i don't know it's it's you get a fuller picture of the artist and what they're about um and you come to love some of the lesser known music like there's no right. way hands held high would be one of my favorite songs if i just listen to the top lincoln park music yeah, it would not make it up. There may be once every hundred and fifty songs, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the, I mean, moving on is not. I don't. I don't think it's a very well known song, but it's one of my favorites because it's just so nice to listen to. It's, it, it takes me on a ride every time. Here's the thing I'm going to say, Hunter. Um, that was a terrible intro to a statement. <laughs> Thinking about the way that an album is meant to listen, meant to be listened through. Mm. One of the most recent Taylor Swift albums does that um, with Cardigan. It's actually, as you listen through it, by the time you get to the end, you've put together there are three songs that connect to each other that you're introduced to at different points in the album. And so by this, this third song, their characters from the other two songs are interacting in, uh, like you get kind of like different perspectives uh, and, and it just mm. makes you feel like you're in on it. Mm. Uh, and you're, you're kind of like, you feel like you're part of the, the inside crew. Uh, and are discovering something, which is something you can do when you really listen to an album from start to co from cover to cover. Is you're 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 discovering not only what's there, but why it's there, and what's being communicated yeah. as a whole. Hmm. 
So this isn't the only album you brought, though. You also brought Rivers in the Wasteland, which is what, 2014. Yeah. Uh, why this? You talked a little bit about why you chose um, Heat instead, but Hunter, this is a well-known album from Need to Breathe. Um, that makes it yeah. almost mainstream as far as Need to Breathe is concerned. <laughs> why are you choosing something that's mainstream? That is not in line with who you uh, are. Yeah, you know, I'm an original hipster. But uh, <laughs> I'm so hipster that sometimes I even like things that are somewhat popular. Only somewhat popular, though. So I could maintain my underground status. <laughs> oh, Hunter dancing. <laughs> like I said, I I discovered this album in China at a time in my life when I uh needed it and when I was relying on it and I just kept listening to it even after I came back from China and got married uh it is i i think it showcases how far need to breathe has come as a band because the heat is is an earlier album and it's a really good album i think it shows their potential uh but rivers in the wasteland i think is special because it came after a period when need to breathe was about to break up um they went through some hmm. as as far as i can gather from things that they've said in interviews and stuff uh some like pretty uh intense fights between bear and Bo reinhardt who are the two brothers who kind of front the band and write the song most of the songs hmm. um and they almost broke up when they were trying to make this album and the song Brother was written by Bo mm. for Bear. Uh, and wow, that's why it's so powerful. It is, yeah, it's it is a song that I have listened to <laughs> with with tears thinking about some of the things that we have gone through um, in the past and it's, oh, it's man, just a yeah. song about being a brother and being a friend. Uh, and it, it's, there's a great acoustic version of it. Um, it's a live version that's really well done. And um, I had the song, I had the song Rise Again uh, as my ringtone for a long time. Oh, I know. I'm gonna rise again. Not my ringtone, as a, as my wake up alarm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it really is. It it is a good song, um, and it's it's just an album that, for me, listening to it is like. It's like the coronation of Aragorn, after the return of the king. <laughs> uh, 
it is just a moment of this band coming together after a really kind of rough period. And I think a lot of the songs reflect that and this, this sort of joy that comes through in a lot of the songs and in the music. Um, and I think also in the live versions that they do of the songs, there's mm-hmm. live from the woods. Volume one is probably my favorite need to breath, need to breathe album of all time. So I'm just going to pick one to listen to for the rest of time. Mm. Probably be that one just because, you know, it, it they're musicians. Uh, they, it, it, and it really showcases how they're, they're still iterating on their songs. They're doing new things. Um, the live version of Washed from the Water sounds nothing like the recording. And it is like, it is amazing. Uh, it, it really takes you on a ride. Oh. And, and I mean, I love guitar solos and, and they have lots of those. And, uh, but there's just, there's just so much joy in that album. Um, and it's, it's joy that is earned. And I, I think it, it really, they said, they said they were going to name it Wasteland, but they ended up being able to name it Rivers in the Wasteland because as to quote Bear Reinhardt, something new and fresh had happened to them. Uh, and it's, it's just, uh. No, if I was going to try and choose a best album of Need to Breathe, it'd probably be that one. But I could talk about it a lot. I could gush. Have you ever seen them live, live, Hunter? Yes, I've seen them live twice. Uh, First time was in Boise uh, at a old penitentiary um, quarry. And it was it was pretty good. We were kind of far away, so you know, it was cool. But the second time we saw them also in Boise at the Knitting Factory, which is this little uh really indoor space. Um and we had like standing seats and we were like 30 feet from the stage. They were like standing there like 30 feet from us. And uh Bear did uh, they did the song Wasteland and Bear sort of like disappeared from the stage and then he appeared in this like sequined vest in the crowd and he was like walking through and like shaking hands and stuff and he came around to us and we made eye contact and he gave me a bro hug so I bro hugged Bear Reinhardt which is uh, no I, yeah yeah it was <laughs> I didn't wash my hand for a really long time. <laughs> That's amazing, Hunter. I love that. I like to think that he saw uh my wife and I like singing along to all the songs and everything like really passed because we knew all the words to everything that they were singing and I like to think that he kind of like noticed us and, you know, gave me the, the bear hug. It's probably, he, he doesn't remember. I'm sure he doesn't, but, uh, it's, it was, it was really cool. That is really cool. That's a sweet moment. Yeah. 
this the the context you gave is is really helpful the the album as a whole rivers in the wasteland is is just a it's it's an incredible album i i'm just kind of like looking through the list of all the songs right now and i can just start singing pretty much every one of them and i i've <laughs> i've you know listened to the album quite a few times but not nearly as many times as you but like multiplied right your love yeah. is like radiant diamonds bursting inside us. We cannot mm. contain, you know, and then obviously brother. And then even just the, the, the last song, be more hard and less attack. Like oh, how yeah. funny is that? And yet is true. Like it's, it definitely is an idea of like in seven years, where have you come? And yes. you know, seven years from this, from this date, let's see where we're at uh, in our podcast. Yeah. There's a great line from More Heartless Attack that I think about a lot in terms of politics, and it's uh, just because I'm wrong, it doesn't make you right. <laughs> that is truth, if I ever heard it. Mm -hmm. it I, I think that's what I appreciate, I, I love about Need to Breathe in their songwriting, which I think Rivers in the Wasteland really showcases their their songwriting um it's it's what i wish christian quote unquote christian music was <laughs> because yeah, I'll clarify that i mean it, i appreciate mm. work, worship music and the directness of it and what it accomplishes in a corporate setting um when you have a group of people praising God together, and that's what it is to me. That that is the value that I find in it. And there are some good worship songs, but I miss the mystery that, unfortunately, a lot of contemporary Christian music, if the lyrics do not surprise me and they don't make me think because they are hmm. tend to be vague and about use ocean or water imagery and drowning and things that I've heard so many times. And um, it, it's not bad. Um, and there, there are times in my life when I need that, but, God is so much more than 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 just like radiant diamonds. Right. Yeah, like radiant diamonds. Like I'm not going to hear that in a worship song like because it's not quote unquote it's not like, you know, it's not quote unquote like theologically sound. And like Maybe this is a different conversation, but like, I'm not saying that I like Need to Breathe because they're not theologically sound. I'm just trying to say it's kind of like what I'm getting, what I was getting at with Tolkien, in that, you know, he's not really, he, he, he doesn't, he's not concerned with allegory. He's trying to get at something deeper that's, that strikes at the mystery of life and, uh, 
the depths of the heart, who can sound the depths of the human heart, uh, who can know them. And only God can. But but need to breathe kind of gets at that that sense of mystery and interacting with a God who is uh, who is God, <laughs> who has existed before time and outside of time, and uh, and they also have songs about love and um, moving on in your life and living in this world uh, and trying to make it through each day. Uh, and they, you know, they just, you know, they're, they're called need to breathe and it's listening to need to breathe is, is kind of like, uh, it, it's kind of like, it's, it's like breathing, you know, you just need to do it. Uh, and for me, that's, that's kind of what it's like. It's like, uh, what their songs sort of express is that kind of need and they, they have a very kind of earnest sound and, uh, a kind of like yearning to express what they need to express, um, be it a breakup song or, uh, a worship song or something in between. The only caveat I would like to add to what you said, Hunter, is that I do think they are theologically sound. I think they are covert in their language, not overt in their language. And our musicians yeah. that are communicating, what, does, what is it like to be a Christian who is living life versus a Christian who is living in a church? Right. Maybe that's not the right language, but uh, <laughs> I think that they do a really good job of saying, hey, like, there's no reason we should remove ourselves from the world. Because yeah. living in the world doesn't mean you're living of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what Jesus calls us, right? To live in the world, but don't live of it. And yeah, their music is a, a breath of fresh air to that whole genre. And it's also music that's interesting to other people. You don't need to be Christian right. to enjoy them. Right. You don't need to be Christian to enjoy Lincoln Park. In fact, most people <laughs> who are Christian don't enjoy Lincoln Park. Um, and it's a shame. And yet, you can be a Christian and a storyteller, or an artist, or a banker, or a finance, whatever, and you can excel at what you do. And live as a Christian witness. It is not a hidden fact that need to breathe as Christian. Mm. You listen to the words in their songs and you know it, even if you're not a Christian. Like, ah, they're talking about this Yahweh God and they you know, guy, and they talk <laughs> about God of mercy. Uh, yeah. What is that about? Um, it's not hidden. <laughs> and it's not blast in your face. If you're not Christian, you're not allowed. Mm -hmm. And that to me is a much more beautiful like story to tell and much more beautiful and, and accurate retelling um, or living of the, um, the story of Jesus's life 
is one of relationship, one of um, real life experience that then points people to God rather than one that says, God, <laughs> and then says, thanks for the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to be more heart and less attack. More heart and less attack. Well, I have a. Uh, I did. I did actually pre-record it, but I do have a, a medley based on "Washed by the Water." Um, I need to breathe. That I can uh, I can close this episode out with, and um, I forgot that. Well, I poured one out from my finger. Um, it's getting better now, but uh, I uh, I've been playing the ukulele because it's not as hard on the on the finger um, as the guitar. So this is a cover of "Washed by the Water." Um, with uh, on the ukulele. Nettle was a preacher. She was his wife. Just trying to make the world a little better, you know. Shine a light. People started talking Just to hear their own voice Those people try to accuse my fathers They made the wrong choice And though it might be painful You know the time will always tell And those people have long since gone My father never failed Even when the rain falls, even when the flood starts rising, even when the storm comes, I am washed by the water. Even when the rain falls, even when the flood starts rising, even when the storm comes. I am walls by the water Even when the earth crumbles under my feet Even when the ones I love Turn around and crucify me I won't ever ever let you down I won't fall, won't fall I won't fall as long as you're around me Cause you can't always get what you want No, you can't always get what you want Oh, you can't always get what you want
dress some tan Or you just smell fat Get what you need hey, hey. Get what you need mm-hmm. You can't always get what you want Sometimes, oh, you just mad fine and get what you need. What you need.